How's it going, everybody? Adrian here, and welcome back to the Gaming Observer Daily News Updates for Monday, October the 25th. Hello, my friends. Hope you're doing well. Hope you had a great weekend. And as always, I'm going to recap everything that happened this weekend. Let's jump into it. First of all, following from the great day for indies on Friday, we have another great story here, which is that the development studio The Molasses Flood, very unique name, uh, have been acquired by CD Projekt. So you might recognize this studio from games like The Flame and the Flood and Drake Hollow. And this studio is a bunch of folks from the Dissolved Irrational games who made Bioshock Infinite in, back in 2014. Anyway, they made a few games that a lot of people loved, and, and now they're being acquired by a, a major studio. And so they said that, hey, we're making a new game, we're hiring a lot more people. Basically, they just get a lot more resources, and they confirmed that they're going to be working on a CD Projekt IP. So that's got to be either The Witcher or Cyberpunk. And they did emphasize as well that they're going to be maintaining their identity as a studio, meaning it's still them, they just have some resources behind them. This happens sometimes with acquisitions. And, you know, the games that they've already made, they're kind of survival base-building games. And if they keep that, you could see that colliding with Witcher or Cyberpunk really interestingly. I'm curious to know how that's going to play out. Anyway, like I said, another great win for indies here. I still haven't had a chance to play either of their games, but I've heard great things. And it's interesting to see CD Projekt branching out. This is their first notable acquisition, and I kind of wonder how it's going to play into their business strategy moving forward. Doom Eternal is going to be getting a pretty major update. They're calling it the 6.66 update. And that's coming tomorrow, October 26th. And the flagship edition in this update is the introduction of Horde Mode. So there's plenty of footage online if you want to check it out. But basically, you as the player are challenged with mowing down waves of enemies for as long as you can. With a bunch of different challenges and twists thrown into the mix. And I've got to say, I think this mode has a lot of potential because these games, these Doom reboots, are really well known for the very satisfying combat, right? All the sound effects and visual effects and finishing moves and all that stuff. It's all about making that loop as, as entertaining as possible. And obviously you get a lot of that in the campaign, but the Horde mode is just going to be endless amounts of that. And that's a free update, so, you know, if you own the game, you haven't played it in a while, you can check it out. They're also going to be introducing Battle Mode 2.0, which is basically just new update for the existing battle mode. This is the only multiplayer mode that they have. It's two versus one, two demons versus one demon slayer. All we know so far is that they're adding a new arena and some new streak-based rewards. Anyway, just thought I would point this out. It's, it's a great update for a year-old game at this point, year-and-a-half-old game. And actually, this Horde mode is being added in place of the previously announced Invasion mode. So they said before that people were going to be able to invade people's single-player campaigns as demons, but COVID happened and they weren't able to make that happen anymore, so we get Horde mode instead. The previously announced Grand Theft Auto The Trilogy The Definitive Edition, very mouthy title, has gotten its first trailer, and they announced that the new release date is going to be November 11th. Now if you check out the trailer, you can see that it actually has quite a unique art style or, or graphics, a little unexpected. Basically, the environments and the lighting is very modern, very realistic, as you would expect for a remaster. But the 3D character models have remained kind of cartoonish. And there's this kind of shiny veneer on everything. It's a very interesting contrast. And uh, I don't know, I think it looks good. But anyway, they said they're bringing updated controls. So lock on aiming, better targeting, switch specific controls, etc. They're going to have a new mini map, which allows you to place waypoints. There's new achievements. They've rebuilt the lighting system and textures and draw distance. Lots of visual improvements. 
And finally, they said that Grand Theft Auto San Andreas alone is going to be available through the Xbox Game Pass. And then Grand Theft Auto 3 is going to be available through PlayStation Now. So even though there's three games bundled together for this release, they're actually giving one game to each of the subscription services. No word on Vice City getting that kind of treatment. You might just have to buy the whole package to get that. Okay, just some rapid-fire news items here. There was a recent media showcase for PUBG New State. This is the next PUBG game only releasing on mobile. That's coming on November 11th. Big, big launch for them. PUBG Mobile is huge. Next, uh, Nintendo has announced that the Advance Wars remakes have been delayed to spring of next year. They were originally going to release this year. The indie horror game Phasmophobia is going to be getting a Halloween update. Feel free to check that out. And finally, the Overwatch character McCree, who was originally named after a Blizzard employee who was fired, has been renamed to Cole Cassidy. I actually think it's a pretty good name. Anyway, folks, that's all the time I got. Thanks so much for being here. Greatly appreciate it. Back with the news tomorrow. And until then, happy gaming, everyone. It's the TGO After Show. Hello and welcome. Hey, folks, I'm actually recording this after show significantly after the news show because Shelby and I had a bit of an evening. I was running out of time and uh, needed to split up the recordings. And the original plan was that I was actually going to be picking up the postcards from the local print shop, the postcards for the TGO patrons. And I was very excited to go and get them in my hands. Unfortunately, uh, you know, our, our plan, our evening plan was to go to the local blues festival. So um, our town very much loves its festivals, usually blocks off the streets so that uh, festivals can happen. Cars don't have to drive through or drive, cars can't drive through, I should say. And the bigger one of the year is usually the jazz festival. We're big on music. I don't think the jazz festival happened this year because of COVID or last year. The blues festival, I was like, okay, I don't know if they're actually closing off the streets or what. Because on the website, they were saying, like, specific restaurants. So, like, so maybe it has to be at the restaurant. So we were just going to drive down and, and see what was going on. And, yeah, no streets were closed off, for sure. So we chose a place, and they were playing some good music. It was awesome. It was really nice. We both got some nachos for dinner. <laughs> we got the nachos as an appetizer, and then we were like, you know, we'll get more food after. And then we ate it, and we were like, this was so greasy and full of, like, Honestly, they weren't even great nachos. There was like no toppings. It was just chips and cheese, which was kind of sucky. But, you know, it's pub food. And uh, anyway, we didn't need any more food after that. Anyway, we wanted to be in time for, for the for the blues performance. So we didn't have time to get the postcards off to do that tomorrow. And then immediately after the performance ended, we were scrolling through our app that we're going to be using for traveling. So we're, we're planning on house sitting across the world. I think I've said this before. There's an app called Trusted House Sitters, or a, a website, where you pay for the site, both the house owner and the house sitter, and then they match you up, and, you know, they get to leave and have somebody look after their house while we get free accommodation and look after their animals, right? That's kind of the main thing, is looking after the pets. Anyway, so I opened the app, just kind of happenstance, and I saw a new listing that we were definitely go going to want to apply for. And I was like, oh man, we should like apply for this now, because with Trusted House Sitters, you want to be the first one applying. And so in, uh, we popped on over to the local cafe, <laughs> which happened to be open that late at night, not everything was. And we sat down at the cafe for like an hour and a half, crafting our, our application. 
we're still like more than three months out. We're we're about uh, okay. I guess we're four months out from when we plan on leaving at the end of February. So we're not really expecting to apply to a lot of places until maybe two months out, just because people aren't usually listing their houses, you know, more than that amount of time later. So we're not really going to have a solid plan until pretty soon before we leave, which is, you know, it's fine. That's the nature of traveling, right? At least in the way that we want to do it. And then on the drive home, Shelby had this genius idea. She was like, listen, why are, why are we flying? We're starting in Canada. We're in Ontario and we're going to see Canada. We're going to see as, as much of it as we can. She says, why are we flying? Why don't we just take the car that we own, which is very old, across across the country? I looked on Google Maps. It said it would take about 40 hours to, to get to BC, the other side. Shelby is the only one who drives. So that would be like three days of 12 of hour drives. Why not take a week off and, and go to some major cities, make some pit stops where we can take a day or two off uh, from the driving and see Canada, you know? And then that way, once we get to the other side, we actually have a car when we're doing the house sitting. Normally, if you're doing house sitting internationally, either the owner will leave their car for you to use, or if they're taking their car, then they're like, here's public transportation, or you can't have this house sit unless you have your own car, unless you're local. So if we can have our own car while we're out there, then it just makes it all the more easier for us in terms of getting to the new house sit or getting to grocery stores or anything like that. The only thing is the car is old, so who knows if it's going to be able to take that kind of a trip, right? Maybe that'll be its last ride. Who knows? Anyway, very exciting stuff, right? Super exciting. Thanks for being here. It's late. It's time for me to go to bed. Uh, Back with the news tomorrow. And until then, farewell.